Welcome to the Making Marketing Simple podcast, the no BS, straight talking business podcast for rockstar female business owners in the wedding industry. I'm your host, Rach McQuaid, marketing mentor and coach. Inside these episodes, I'll be sharing fundamental tools, tips, and marketing techniques in my trademark no BS way so you can get straight to the juicy action taken that is going to attract and sign your dreamy premium clients with ease and support you in having a whale of a time along the way. Hi lovely and welcome to this first guest episode on Making Marketing Simple. Today's episode is with the incredible and gorgeous Natalie Wyatt. So Natalie is a tech VA, she is a Dubsado specialist and she is just incredible at what she does. So it was obvious to me that I had to get her on the podcast. She works with purely wedding suppliers in streamlining their systems and just making sure that everything is super organized. So within this chat, we talked about systems, processes, but we also talked about business in general and how she found the move from corporate into self-employment, how she juggles her business with her family life and with her young child and just generally having a vibey chat. It was so good and I'm so glad this was the first episode for you guys, this first guest episode. So yeah, sit back, grab a drink, get some snacks and enjoy because this one is really, really juicy. First of all, I would love to welcome you onto the podcast for my first guest, which is really exciting. Um, so first of all, just kind of introduce yourself a bit about you, your brand and what you do. First of all, thank you for having me. I am so happy oh, to be here. I'm <laughs> excited to be your first guest as well. It's so exciting. Um, so my name is Natalie. I am a virtual assistant and Dubsado specialist. I did call myself a tech VA, but I've kind of moved across to the client experience side of things because I've just realized that's just what I love doing. Um and yeah, and I work with wedding professionals. It's like my favorite industry. I know you'll totally get that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it is the best. It is, it is literally the best. Um, so yeah, it's basically just helping, generally speaking, female business owners to just achieve everything they want to achieve by just streamlining and automating in the background and making all of their clients feel really special. Amazing. I feel like that's the goal for any, like whatever kind of wedding supplier you are, whoever you are in the industry, like that's the goal isn't it it's to just make your client feel valued and like supported like such a stressful time as someone who's planning their wedding at the moment like oh, yes. it's such a you stressful time. <laughs> yeah I kind of see it from both sides which is really yeah. funny um so yeah I feel like I I will always kind of like hammer home to all my clients like your processes and your systems are what kind of makes and breaks your packages as well so yeah I love that and for anyone listening who isn't sure what exactly is Dubsado because I feel like as service providers we kind of know it quite well but for anyone who doesn't know can you just explain a little bit more? Of course I can so it's basically so it's a CRM so it's a client management system essentially that is just the best thing you will ever come across (laughs) (laughs) and so many people will say the same thing and when people discover it they literally think they've walked into like systems heaven um so it basically helps you manage your clients in one place it has amazing automations to be able to provide your clients with like the best experience possible um but without you having to do all the manual work that's involved um (laughs) just the best system ever you can create beautiful things inside that make your clients feel really extra special um have reminders for things that you would sometimes forget it's all there in one place so yeah yeah, special system (laughs) yeah it's honestly it's amazing I started using it in my own business and 
I I'd kind of heard a lot of people talking about it because I think it's quite standard for coaches to use it and service providers to use it but actually it's perfect for wedding suppliers and people in the wedding industry as well because at any one time you're managing so many different clients with so many different like for example for florists like so many different types of flowers and themes and even like coordinators and planners and stuff they're juggling so many different clients and so it must be really really difficult for them to kind of keep up with things so yeah I can imagine there's a huge demand for for the work that you do because it's it's so needed yeah definitely I think a lot of the time unless obviously someone's found out about the system you know um through like word of mouth generally speaking yeah. but a lot of the time people don't know that sort of system exists so you'll still I'll still have people coming to me you know manually creating and doing everything and then I say oh you can do it on autopilot and they're like I never even knew that this yeah. existed um and like you say it's just so popular in the wedding industry because you are managing generally speaking whatever you know whatever you're doing within the wedding industry you're working with a lot of clients all at once um yeah. things can get easily lost you know so I think it's one of those things that is all in one place so it replaces so many tools and then it just yeah. helps you manage from start to finish and then no one's forgotten about you know you're really clear on everything that's happening and your clients just receive the best experience but a lot of the time it's just done automatically <laughs> which is great yeah, which we love <laughs> we do love everyone loves a bit of automation it's quite I think a lot of the time people get put off as soon as they hear the word automation they're like no thanks I don't like tech I like don't want to yeah. do it but actually once it's set up it's the easiest thing you'll ever do you're literally pressing a button and everything does what it's supposed to yeah. I feel like as well with automations because I come against this with my clients quite a lot when you mention automations a lot of people tend to think that it's like robotic and it's it's not personal and it like almost as if implement like using automations in your business is going to take away that personal aspect and actually it does the opposite like it allows you to keep up with people it allows you to add that personal touch because you're not having to manually go in and email people and check in with them it's all happening in the background and all you then need to do is just log on check the responses make sure everything's running as smoothly as it can be and you can just kind of get on with actually doing the work that people have hired you for so yeah I completely resonate with you there where you're sort of saying around automations because I think there's definitely some misconceptions around it but actually automations are the best thing especially when it comes to scaling your business I think essential <laughs> I think that's the thing I don't think I mean I might be controversial but I don't think you can grow to that level without having that in place no. there's only generally speaking one of you you know and yeah certain point where all you're going to be doing is exchanging time for money and then actually losing sight and the heart of the thing that you love doing you know yeah but I work with I like, love doing the creative thing of what it is they're doing but then they find they're like 11 12 o'clock at night trying to like send invoices and trying to send yeah. contacts and keep an eye on things you know that makes a big difference yeah. plus we're only human like things slip through the net all the time okay. especially when you are busy like obviously we're in summer at the moment so for a lot of people it is their busiest season yeah. and I think this like you're a human being you're going to forget things like I'm a list writer all day long but I will still there's still be something that I've forgotten so I feel like knowing that you've got your systems in place just makes things so much easier and kind of gives you that peace of mind doesn't it yeah it just you know stops the the human error that would just normally happen like you say because you are human those things do happen but it's yeah, yeah those things from falling through the net that you know would never be intentional anyway so yeah so, could talk about it till the cows come home <laughs> you say you're very passionate aren't you I'm like it's because it's life-changing <laughs> yeah <laughs> no it's so true it's so true and it's clear to see like you are passionate about it because it does make a difference and 
So I'd love to know, like, what made you move into the wedding industry then? So you said, obviously, you used to be a tech VA and you kind of moved into more of the client experience side of things. So what made you kind of move into the wedding industry in particular? So I'm very much like a, I like to write my emails with like, hey, lovely, la di da di da with like kisses at the end, you know. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it's so nice. And I think I was working just as a, like an admin VA when I first came into this industry um, for a bridal hairstylist. Um, and it was one of my favorite things to do. I was just responding to her brides. I was doing all the bookings and it was just like filling my cup so much. Um, and then I came across like Dubsado and obviously the two kind of went hand in hand and that could kind of replace it, but you could still have the lovely touch, you know, there's still going to be inquiries that need responding to manually. Um, and I just realized that I was like, I just love this industry. I love talking to brides. I like, it's the happiest thing, isn't it? Like you're planning this day of your life. Of course it's stressful you know I got married like five years ago so I get the stress that's involved but it's also you're just happy you're like happy to have communication response and booking your suppliers and you know those sorts of things and so I was like I just love doing that so I was like that's where I'm headed and it took me a while I think I tried to not avoid it but I was because it was such a big step completely changing your niche you know what it's like it's yeah it's huge blanket and then you're like, oh, okay. And I was like, no, it's what I really want to do. I just love it. And I was like, I'm just going to do it. So one day I just changed, <laughs> sounds sad, isn't it? Changed my Instagram bio. And I was like, that's it. We're moving in Oh, no, I love that. And it's so funny because like my, my sort of pathway into the wedding industry is very similar as well. Like it's a very similar story. And I, I found myself at the start of this year, I was already working with like majority of my clients were in the industry anyway. And I kind of, I had a call with my coach. She was like, Rach, why don't you just embrace this? And like, you're already there. Like, why, why are you not doing this? I was like, hmm, yeah, good point. Um, but you're so right. Like it, there's so many parts and, and so many times in your business, isn't there, where you have those kind of choices of like, hmm, do I lean into this or, and it is a, it is a safety blanket. It is scary. And I think, it's especially with something like changing your niche it's huge um because you sort of run the risk of counting out so many people by saying well I'm, I'm only in this space but actually especially in the wedding industry obviously we're biased but like it's just such an amazing place to work isn't it like it's just so nice and I think it's such a huge industry as well that I think there really is room for everyone which is what I love about it and I think like there's no or there's very minimal from what I've seen um like negative competition and like cattiness and stuff like that that that, that you see in some other industries and I just think it's so supportive like the whole industry is built on collaboration like to make a wedding you have to collaborate with other suppliers you have to be able to work with other people and I just love that I think it's so good and I think you know as I said before I think there's such a need for your like I'm a systems person all day long like I'm an organization person all day long so I love that there's people like you who are kind of doing things like showing suppliers that there are different ways of doing things you don't have to do the manual writing out the emails and doing like long consultations with people that are never going to book with you anyway and you know I'm sure everyone listening to this will be able to relate to to that and sort of have their horror stories from that as well so yeah I mean I'm just I'm grateful that you joined the wedding industry because I think there's so much need for for what you do and it's so good to see um 
so did you always know that you wanted to do this like did you always know you wanted to be a VA you always wanted to do the admin side of things like how did you kind of fall into that so I always said to my mum when I was younger I was always really driven I just never knew what I was driven in um yeah and you know I feel like because we're so conditioned in school like doing running your own business is like a, no don't do that you know yeah yeah um but I was someone who I wasn't really very academic. I just didn't enjoy writing essays. It bored me to tears. But I found as soon as I was doing something practical and like have really having an impact, I was like, I really enjoy that thing. Um, and so I did the waitressing for years. I loved waitressing, loved working with people. You know, I'd love that whole thing. Um, and then I just found myself doing property management. And I was like, I did it for five years. I have no idea how I did it for five years. <laughs> I love the people I worked with, but the job was like, no, no thanks. That's so funny. My mum my works in property management and she's the same. Like she's done it for so many years, but I think she's kind of just done it because it's always what she's done. But she said the same. She's like, I don't know how I got here, but if I could choose again, I wouldn't end up. Here. No, I, it was the most like, not rewarding just just a not rewarding job whatsoever it was just constantly being shouted at because boilers were breaking down and things were happening you know and I felt like the whole weight of the world was on my shoulders it was just you know that's very stereotypical there were some lovely people but in general I was like no um and then I went and had my little boy who's now three and a half which is actually insane um but I came back from mat leave and I was in just sat in the, in this job one day and I was like, I am so unfulfilled in this job. I'm finding motherhood, to be honest, really hard. Like, and I've yeah. breaks. It was like motherhood, tantrum central work, so unfulfilling. Matched together, I was like, I'm not getting an hour's break. Like it was just too much. And so like you do, scrolling through TikTok one day, it was like, just kept seeing this thing about virtual assistants pop up and you know people going oh this is a scam and I was like of course it's a scam like this is this can't be real like we're so, <laughs> we're so like programmed to be like there's no way yeah. you can up online and make a success of it and it kept happening and after a couple of weeks I was like do you know what I'm just gonna jump on a masterclass because I just I I like resent like regret if I didn't go ahead and yeah about and then within like two days of watching this masterclass, I turned around to my husband. And I was like, just to let you know, I'm going to go and quit my job because I can't do this anymore. And I'm so excited about this thing. He's like, where did you find it? I was like, TikTok. He's like, okay. He's like, I support you completely. Oh, I love that. Um, and then, yeah, so I started working as an associate and I love that. I think that um, when people come to me now coming into the VA world and they say, what should I do? I personally would highly recommend going as an associate and learning from yeah. people who've been doing it for a while. Um, and I learned loads and I was just so grateful for the knowledge that I was getting that I was like, yeah, I'm just going to do this and be laser focused. And I was like, nope, this is what I'm doing. And that was it. And I left my nine to five and here we are two years later. <laughs> wow. And the rest is history. <laughs> That's so cool. Honestly, like I think a lot of people can relate to that. And I know obviously your turning point was coming off mat leave and and like you said but I think a lot of people's turning points for my my turning point was during COVID um so I had a very similar experience where I was kind of doing a job and I'd always done freelance work in the background but it it was never kind of it was always sort of like just ticking over in a view that was like oh yeah I'll do it full-time one day and then one day just like like it was like seven years <laughs> and it never happened but it was purely because didn't push it like I was just in my safe zone and then COVID happened and I got furloughed um, which I was really really 
grateful for actually because what would we have done without furlough um and then it sort of pushed me into pushing my freelance work and then I again like came across online coaching and I thought oh I'd never thought about being a coach before and then literally again the rest is history but it was definitely a huge jump for me to become self-employed it was like I remember like again sitting down with my partner and saying I'm gonna do this like I'm gonna go for like fully self-employed and you know it's it's that weird feeling isn't it of like this is so like this is so exciting but also fuck what am I going to do if something goes wrong and like it's so scary but you know it I'm glad you kind of said that that feeling was the same for you as well because I think a lot of people can resonate with that that it's a celebration but it's also like a oh my god this is real (laughs) the best thing ever though like I literally like becoming a VA like completely saved me in all aspects like I love being a mum now I have like the best balance of being a mum I'm so present and I love what I do I love the people I work with you know it's very different in nine to five you work with people you really like them but quite often you form just like work friendships and it's yeah in that you have to you know work with them yeah now you get to pick who you work with and it's like the best thing ever you're it's like working with your best friends yeah love like you couldn't yeah no it's so true it's it's funny you said that actually because I shared on my stories earlier um I just hit a really big milestone in my business which was insane and I I sent a voice note to my coach and I was like do you know what it's not even about the money it just it's what that figure represents and that shows me like I am working with the dreamiest clients in the world and I get to call this work like I get to earn a (laughs) living from doing this work like and it almost like sometimes it almost feels like oh my god like like I'm stealing a living because I enjoy it so much you know and it's like I shouldn't again like you said we're conditioned to kind of feel like work should be difficult and we shouldn't enjoy it and it should be a thing that you have to do instead of something you get to do and all these different things and I think it's taken so long for me to almost like break away from that conditioning and be like actually this is fucking amazing (laughs) I'm going on to do this for the rest of my life and I know a lot of my clients say the same as well and I'm sure yours do as well in terms of like is this real life like am I actually earning a living doing what I love and it's it just shows that you can like it doesn't have to be difficult no not at all it's like just the best thing just go with the flow take on as much information as you can and just go for it is what I think life is just too short and when people ask me what I do and I explain to them you can see that their jaws are literally to the floor they're like what's like no way I was chatting to a friend from school I bumped into them I haven't seen them for years the other day um and they were like what are you doing I explained what I was doing within a week he's messaged me he's like I've signed myself up to a masterclass I can't stop thinking about this I was like it is the best thing ever like oh I love that I think it's just it's just changing everything isn't it I think yeah I just love it (laughs) yeah I think it's so crazy as well like the online world is so different like I think when it comes to explain like I have it when I go to like when I see family stuff my family live quite far away so they're down in London and I'm near Manchester so whenever I go down and they're kind of like oh how's work and I, I know they don't really get what I do but it's still nice for them to kind of check in and then like if I do see someone like you said well you've not seen them for a while and they're like oh what are you doing and I sort of think do I go into explaining what I actually do or do I try and just kind of like around it it? because it is a world of its own isn't it it's crazy that we kind of live in this online world where like we have coaches and we have I think typically people only see coaches as like 
life coaches or like a sports coach or something and so I think a business coach and a marketing coach is a very new concept so it's it's and even VAs like it's a new concept isn't it so I think it's interesting to kind of see how that is working its way into people's lives now and it's becoming almost like the new normal isn't it to, yeah. to work online and work for yourself and be able to dictate your own hours and stuff like you said and have that freedom that's the thing I think that's just the best thing about it like I, I explain like a little bit about what I do but then I just follow it with I get to do whatever I want whenever I want <laughs> and I never thought I'd be able to say that in my life I was like it is the best thing ever like I always say to people I used to work 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 at one point I was working four jobs I think to myself what was I doing like, I couldn't yeah. even because I didn't have the time but like work 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 to like a week's holiday and then do that again like two or three times a year and I'm like I don't feel like I ever need to escape my life now like yeah. I love that holiday life what feels like every day and then when I go on holiday I'm like oh it's like an adventure like, this is the best thing ever so yeah. yeah I'll be forever grateful I wake up literally every morning thinking like I can't believe this is actually real life so hopefully it's forever <laughs> I'm sure it will I'm sure it will so when it comes to your business then what do you feel like is the biggest thing I'm sure there's loads of things you've learned but what's the biggest thing that you feel you've learned from starting your own business and like being a, being self-employed and the way that your business journey is taking you what do you think is the biggest lesson that you've learned I'd say the biggest lesson I've learned is that um being a people pleaser doesn't serve you <laughs> yes oh my god yeah I can relate to that one it's a really I'm like a perfectionist people pleaser like through and through so it's been a really hard thing for me to like break down because you can't run a business that way like and have without being completely exhausted you know you almost have to reach like breaking point where you're totally exhausted to realize that you can't do it that way um the moment I in like put boundaries in place which was like the scariest word the scariest thing was like <laughs> oh my god my heart literally can't deal with this I was like my life is so much better like I got life balance like work life everything back as soon as I popped those boundaries into place but it took me probably yeah. a year before I was like I can actually say no or you know have like time before I come back to you about something what you know so definitely the biggest lesson yeah no I agree I agree and I would say that's that's probably one of mine as well and I think a lot of people listening will be able to resonate with that as well especially when you know when you're dealing with people who are planning a wedding there's a level of communication that they probably expect but also you need to protect your own energy and it is a difficult balance to strike and you know as you said the biggest thing there is boundaries and just kind of setting those expectations from the start and I think as long as you set those boundaries and you kind of reaffirm them yeah it's difficult like it's difficult being a people pleaser and being a service provider at the same time because it's the nature <laughs> so of the job lends itself to people yeah. pleasing <laughs> so it's really difficult um but I think yeah you're so right like the boundaries it's because otherwise you may as well still be in your full-time job right like you may as well still be working those long hours you may as well still be um like not feel, being fulfilled because otherwise like what's yeah. the point you know yeah. like I completely agree completely agree um and then my final question to you because I have to bring it back to marketing obviously because that is my my love <laughs> my love and my jam what love- do you how do you feel about marketing and how do you feel like marketing has helped your business so marketing is a like I really struggle with marketing because it's this whole thing of like you know being present on Instagram and you know 
being present like consistently in that whole situation um but it is helped my business massively like you I don't think you can run a business again controversial but I don't think you can run a business without having some sort of marketing strategy or plan in place yeah. and being really confident about what it is that you're trying to achieve who you're trying to reach what it is that you actually want to do um and yeah I think it's just you know just about being consistent being consistent and making sure you're happy with what it is that you're doing but yeah I wouldn't be without marketing in my business well that's good for me to hear (laughs) you will never be out of a job ever (laughs) I am obviously biased but I I do I mean the whole reason I started this podcast like the name of the podcast is making marketing simple because I know that it doesn't always feel simple and I know there's so much online and so much noise and jargon and and barriers in the way of actually being able to use marketing in the way that it's supposed to be used and you're right like it it should always be something that helps you and supports you instead of hinders you like a lot of the time I hear people say like oh I've got to create content oh I've got to do like I've got to post on my stories and I kind of think actually a lot of the work that I do with my clients is shifting that belief around what you have to do and actually saying I want to do this because I know it's the thing that's going to bring in the clients it's the thing that's going to help me connect with my ideal client and so yeah it's, it's great to hear that you feel that way and I hope you've not just said that because because I'm putting you on the no I definitely haven't said it and one um one thing I would say is if you're that person who's just like I will never get marketing I just can't outsource it because it will take the biggest weight off your shoulders and it will you'll still see it running for itself like and you'll see by doing it like yeah it's the it's the best thing like as soon as I outsource some of my marketing I was like oh I can I can breathe again because I was that person that was like I feel like I've got to do this and I'm really struggling you know and what do I post what do I you know that whole situation and as soon as some I went to someone with the expertise and strategy I was like this is so simple (laughs) like why why have I (laughs) complicated this so much Um, that would be my advice if you can and you just don't want to do it just outsource it and make sure that you just at least have something there yeah I completely agree and I think you know like you said consistency is so important and it's it's a word that gets banded about a lot. I use it all the time and I can hear myself using it all the time. And I I know my clients are sick of hearing me say it, but that's how you build trust, right? Like it is, it is key. And I think in this industry and when you are looking to support someone through arguably the biggest day of their life, like you have to have that trust built with them. And the way you do that is through everything you do before they actually pay the invoice, before they yeah. place the book in, you know, whatever it is. So, um, yeah. yeah, I think it's just so important to kind of change that narrative around it being something you have to do. And actually, it's, it's an, it is an essential part of your business, but it should be something you enjoy as well and something that comes fairly easy to you. Even if the skill set doesn't, that yeah. way you can outsource. But I think being able to really kind of step into what I call like your CEO energy and just kind of look at things from a bird's eye view and think, right, how can I use marketing to be like to to allow me to connect with my ideal client I think that is is so key um so yeah I'm really glad you you kind of resonate with that yeah completely and I think one thing that I found like obviously being in that like you know nine to five environment of like I lost my train of thought there (laughs) (laughs) I do what I'm about to say and I completely lost my train of thought (laughs) oh I know what I was gonna say 
when you're in nine to five, like I think it's this whole thing of being like really professional and you have to do things a certain way. But I'd say even if you find certain elements of marketing more difficult, actually just like jumping on your stories or writing an email that, you know, just where you're, you feel like you're having a, a chat with someone. Yeah. I think it's all, you're always taught, like when you come and do business or whatever it is that you do, that it needs to be like straight down the line and don't, you know, show too much of your life, your whatever it is yeah. you're doing. But I have to com- like completely disagree with that. I think I will always buy from someone who I have seen that's shown up, like show me their personality, like what do they enjoy? What are they laughing at? How do they show up? Their emails, I feel like I read them and I'm having a conversation with them over an email, you know, yeah. I'm sat there with a cup of tea. Um, obviously it might be that your business isn't that tone of voice, so then you can change it. But whatever it is that you do, just show up and get yourself out there so people can see you, you know, yeah. whatever else happens, we'll just yeah. Yeah, and I think I think it's easier said than done sometimes, especially from the outset, because we are, again, it's that conditioning of like, it has to be professional and it has to be this and it has to be that. And a lot of the work that I do with my clients is around building a premium brand. So I think a lot of the time people think of premium and it's almost like you have to detach the human aspect to it. And that's not the case at all, especially in this industry. Like people want human beings. They want to know who they're working with they want to know that they can trust that human being and so actually it's it's about adding your your own personal flavor to what you're doing that's the thing that's going to make you stand out and that's really what's going to allow your your audience to connect with you um to then sort of encourage them to book with you and yeah you're right it's it is difficult sometimes especially if it doesn't come to you naturally but it's I always say it's like a muscle that you just kind of have to you have to do it at first and it feels uncomfortable like that first time you go to the gym and you think oh my god why am I here like everyone's staring at me actually they're not like they're just all getting on with their own thing and it's exactly the same like you said sharing on stories doing a grid post like going live whatever it is sending the first email like just do it and the more you do it the more comfortable it will feel um and the more you'll start to see those rewards coming through as well yeah definitely and I think consistency is key in that sense because it is that it is like a muscle memory the more you do it like I remember recording my first story I must have done what felt like 50 takes for like a <laughs> and now I love jumping on stories because I'm like yeah. that's how you build connection like that's the one thing that I'm like no I really really enjoy that bit and that's the bit yeah. that I love so I think your advice for just doing it is the best advice I know it's hard sometimes like to you know, to say, just do it. But the only way that you're going to be able to move forward is going out of your comfort zone and just doing it. And then it becomes a comfort zone so quickly. I think that's what I I noticed it within like even a week of just being consistent with like jumping on stories. I was like, oh, this is so cool now. (laughs) I was like, oh my God, what am I doing? (laughs) I remember when Reels first came out and uh, I was kind of like, oh shit, like as as someone a marketing professional I was like shit I better actually start using these yeah. and I was like oh god honestly I spent the whole and I can remember it so vividly now I spent the morning doing my hair doing my makeup like putting on a, a nice outfit and stuff mm-hmm. and I look back now and I'm like Rach what the fuck were you doing like literally why were you so obsessed with that and it took me longer it took me so long to create like three reels and now I'll go on my stories and this is probably not the best way to be but like I'll go on my stories and I'm like windswept 
drenched out on a dog walk like hi guys people love it because it's relatable like I relate to someone so much more if they're just out just being them you know and they're not all dressed up ready because yes sometimes it's there is a a time and a place for those reels it makes sense of course but I relate so much more to those videos where it's just you and the camera chatting away looking like you're completely normal self windswept hair up whatever it is your pajamas (laughs) you know and I just love it so yeah. yeah Yeah, it's that human aspect, isn't it? And I think we're so we're so worried about showing the human side of our businesses because we want to be this like quote unquote professional, um, like professional brand or put this professional image across. But actually, I think a lot of people would rather see a human than a professional. And there's no reason why you can't be both, actually. Absolutely. I know people running really successful businesses who, you know, are doing completely their way. And at the end of the day, quite often, unless you're, you know, have a big company, quite often as wedding professionals, it's generally you, maybe with a couple of team members. So your business is you, you know, you're running it and that's what people care about. So, yeah, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Well, this has been the best conversation. Thank you so much for joining me and for being my first ever guest. Thank you so much. Um, for anyone, oh, you're welcome. For anyone listening who wants to find you, obviously I'll drop your Instagram and stuff in the show notes. Um, but how can people work with you if they need your services, which I feel like a lot of people do? <laughs> so you can find me over on Instagram at Natalie Wyatt Virtual. Um, you, like you say, you'll probably link the details below. But there are so many different ways that we can work together. I'm focusing highly on Dubsado at the moment just because it creates the most incredible client experience um so yeah feel free to pop me a dm and yeah i'd love to work with anyone who would like to improve their client experience and just get back their time their money their energy and their lifestyle back to how they want it and just focus on the thing they love yeah amazing well thank you so much for your time um like i said i'll drop all those details and stuff in the notes and um yeah thank you so much thank you